0: What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to another very special Movie Mondays... Movie Mondays episode, Sean. That's because what? we're back.
1: What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why are you so surprised at Movie Mondays? <laughs> Why did you double down on that? Because...
0: <laughs> because... Uh, you ever say a word and then forget? It's, uh, it's been a week. I forgot in English.
1: <laughs> you forgot how to podcast. I I
0: think think this, this is the best start to the show. I mean, it's it a week be. off. Connor cannot do the intro anymore. That, that's know, it. We're done. They say
1: it's like riding a bike, but people, the yeah. listeners don't know. You don't know how to ride a bike.
0: I can't. I just swing my arms and hope for the best.
1: Ah, oh, see, see, you're you're <laughs> up, you're operating with the wrong upper half of the body there. It's,
0: if this is your first episode, I normally do that much smoother. <laughs> Please, I promise. I'm normally um, the
1: one to fuck it up in the intro. Yeah.
0: So I, I don't know if I mentioned my name's Connor Lawler. I am my, joined as always yeah. by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mean, and um, as. <laughs> Hello. This is Movie Mondays, where we discuss all things movie news, entertainment news, and just generally have a bit of a chit-chat about everything to do with film. Came These back recovers. to me, Sean. Like, <laughs> like riding a bike. <laughs> 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 um, and this week, we're having a very special return episode, as we took last week off, for our Holly Bops. We did um, but We're back this week, and we're coming in hot, Sean, because... A little movie dropped during the week that we were off and that was The Suicide Squad. The Paw Patrol um, movie.
1: Correct. The Paw.
0: <laughs> and oh we are on different wavelengths. Oh but... shit.
1: Was I meant to watch Suicide Squad for
0: this? Oh fuck. <laughs> Imagine. You're like yeah like an hour in you're like Connor you are talking about characters. I don't know what you're talking about. What Rocky is doing? working
1: the mountain rescue here, Connor.
0: <laughs> so um look this is movie but if you haven't uh, heard any of our other movie reviews normally how we do it is it's all spoilers um, yeah. and why we do that is because we're idiots and we will spoil something
1: eventually but I cannot count the amount of surprise birthday parties that I have single handedly ruined <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can't can't count. Surely,
1: <laughs> look I, No, I just I can't count. That's that's the or issue. The, the birthday after, party like, thing.
0: Surely, after the third one, you'd be like, okay, I won't do that. Again. Like, how many would you have to do to not be able to count it?
1: Well, look. See, it depends how you ruin them. You could ruin them by ruining the surprise, or you could yeah. turn up half tour already and fall through the cake. Not saying that's happened to anyone involved, but as an example, <laughs> that was my
0: that was my favorite birthday. Um, So, (laughs) Sean, this is The Suicide Squad. It's a movie that came out, officially released August 5th. Um, It's directed by a little-known director called James Gunn, written by James Gunn, and stars a whole bunch of people that we
1: really like. So, what could go wrong? It can't be bad, can it, Sean? That's the thing, going into this movie, like, I genuinely was like, I don't know what I'm going to do if this is bad. Because I am full sure that this is going to be class.
0: Yeah, like, it's like if someone gives you a whole bunch of evidence to a murder and then it's like, that guy didn't do it. But you look down and like, everything I know about filmmaking <laughs> should tell me that this movie should be at least decent. At least. Yeah,
1: and even outside of film, everything I know about the films that James Gunn has made and I have watched, I've enjoyed them. <laughs>
0: yeah and so going into this i was i mean we're coming off 2060, so mm. it's a sequel cycle kind of carry on but not really um yeah it's the same
1: characters it's some of the same characters it seems like the same universe but also yeah. the last film does not matter like no i think you can start with this one absolutely I think, I think, and I think you probably should start with this one, because they're, like they're, there are characters that know each other in this, but they could just know each other from being villains. That they know, like, oh, this person has a, like this notoriety about them. That's how we're aware of them.
0: Yeah, I think probably the main one would be Margot Robbie and Joel Kinnaman, yeah. Rick Flag and Harley Quinn, who I think actually works really well on this, and I think. It's the one part that made me like the first movie more because I was like, "Oh, there are two people I know
1: from the last one." It's mad, yeah, because like the the last one was uh, apparently meant to be like um, a film about them becoming a f- some kind of family in some Suicide way. Suicide
0: Squad. Suicide <laughs> Squad.
1: But this one, I genuinely felt like these characters had prior relationships and had had like experiences and adventures together. And we weren't beat over the head with it. Like, oh, remember this time in Budapest? No, it was just like, no, they have a shorthand. They're comfortable with each other.
0: And I think the main thing that stands out to me, and this might shock you, Sean, but when the whole thing went down with James Gunn uh, a few years ago, where yeah. he said some very stupid things uh, back in the day on social media, and he was rightfully said, that's bad, James. And he said, you're dead right, I fucked up. And Marvel kind of got rid of him. Yeah. And then that's, this is when he came over to DC and he agreed to do this film. But in his contract, it stated that they could not fuck with his movie and he had to be have free reign to do whatever he wanted to write and direct this film the way he wanted. Which I think, as with DC's record of tr- of track record previously, mm-hmm. must have been a hard thing to sell to them. But I'm so glad they did.
1: Oh yeah. I'm so glad that they gave James Gunn free reign on this movie. We might come back to it at the end. About what it means for further DC projects. Mm. Um, but this movie. Um, by and large. I think. Succeeded in what it wanted to be.
0: Yeah. I, I think this movie. And I want to come out big. At the very start. Um, I think this is not the best movie. But it is the perfect Suicide Squad movie. And I've been trying, I've been like racking my brain trying to put that into words because me saying it's the perfect suicide, like if you took a Suicide Squad comic and put it on screen, this is
1: exactly what it would be. Yeah, that's how I was wording it in my head was this is the perfect comic book as a movie. This, yeah, this would work well as moving pictures on a screen or like drawn images in a comic book it's, it's the same it all, but it's
0: also super weird and people might not like it and that's fine because not everyone likes the suicide squad comic books that's the thing you have batman superman suicide squad
1: people like all of them yeah they're not like the cornerstone that, that you build like the comics empire on they're this like little offshoot that like the fans of that are really going to love yeah
0: like like you're it, everyone likes the dark knight and i i i would not Disregard someone if they said this wasn't for me. This movie, yeah. But personally, as a person who's read the Suicide Squad comic books, I was sitting there going, "Fuck, this is the same."
1: That's yeah, and like it's it to say that this is how all comic book movies should be would be the equivalent of saying all Marvel movies should be Deadpool. It's like it, the, yeah, it's for a niche. It's a niche movie for a niche audience, and if you're part of that audience, it's great.
0: And I think that James Gunn is the perfect man to direct a movie that's going to be this niche because he's got that perfect mix of dark comedy, fucked up, like, he's done horror. He can yeah. do body horror all day. and um, It's R-rated, so you can go an extra mile that, like, this is different. You have all that stuff. As you said, it's Deadpool, but, like, mixed in with Guardians of the Galaxy and mixed in with all these things that the Suicide Squad... In the comic books, that's what makes them special. That everyone can die. And James Codd did exactly that. So I was watching it going, oh, they're all going to die. And that means at the end, in the last set piece, when they're all going around, you're like, oh, they're all going to still die. (laughs) Like like, Nobody has plot armour other than maybe Harley Quinn. That's it.
1: Yeah, maybe Harley Quinn. But even at that, I felt she could have been incapacitated. Like... This this is a, like, a weird thought that I've been having for a while. Wouldn't it be weird if they, like, oracled Harley Quinn? What and, do you mean? Like, Harley Quinn ends up in, like, a wheelchair and she has to conduct her life of crime <laughs> in that way. I think that would be really <laughs> interesting to see.
0: <laughs> what the fuck?
1: <laughs> I just, It's a parallel, I don't know. But uh, I, I, I think... I also didn't feel that... Um, I felt like the deaths that we did get, which we will touch on... We are dancing around spoilers, by the way. Um, like at, doing the our best at the minute. At the minute. The deaths that we did get felt really earned. Not, hey, Slipknot, why don't you try and escape? <laughs> Do you know what, though?
0: You'd miss Slipknot. Ah, I kind of <laughs> missed them.
1: I was really hoping there'd be like, a little, like... A, a Slipknot 2 kind of scenario. Oh,
0: no, I want in Rev they have a memorial to
1: Slipknot <laughs> on the it's wall on, with little cam. No, it's on the roof. It's on the roof. <laughs>
0: Somebody painted it. <laughs> the,
1: um, also, Bel-Rev, it looks more like a regular prison in this and not just... Yeah, but,
0: e- but everything is just colour corrected in this. So and now you can see it. We can see
1: what's going on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. fair play.
0: So I think we need to get into it, Sean. We're going to be here all night because this it's movie true. is over two hours long and we normally go through each scene, which I think normally we can skip a few, but everything in this is so good that I kind of want to cover it as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I, but I do feel a lot of it, there, there are key elements that we'll discuss yeah. in depth. Other bits will just be, oh, that was pretty cool. <laughs>
0: So this movie starts off with 19 music changes um, Introduction to each character one by one No, you're watching
1: Suicide Squad 2016, Connor.
0: Oh, sorry So how are we meant to know who's who?
1: Ah, well, you see Characters interact with each other all right there's some expository dialogue in this but it's hilarious
0: (laughs) i mean it very much starts off and it just kicks you in the face amanda waller turns up looks at michael rucker who is savant who kills a bird and i mean actually it starts off with that very cool puddle shot which i think james gunn is just doing shit that he likes to do um there's a good reflection work in this
1: movie yeah
0: fight scene at the end really got me i was like that's cool
1: (laughs) that's class (laughs) That has no right <laughs> yeah. to be that good, but it is.
0: Um, so you have Savant there. Um, he kills a bird. He's a badass. Viola Davis walks in. I don't know if you know Vi- Viola Davis. She's pretty good at acting. Pretty so good. She walks in. She immediately says, Savant, you're in. Um, and in about 10 seconds, explains the whole issue. You're going to get a bob in your head. If you if you succeed, your, your life sentence is reduced. And if you don't, you're going to be dead anyway. So don't worry about it.
1: Yeah, and like that's all it needs to be, because you have it just that, yeah, all of the criminals in Belle Rev really just signed up for this. And they're like, yeah, mm. whenever we're needed, we'll jump in, we'll get 10 years off our presumably 500-year sentence for all the crimes. Um, also, John
0: uh, John Ostrander, the guy who wrote the comic books um, that James Gunn loves with the Suicide Squad, he's the doctor in this. He puts he? the bob in the back of their head, yeah. That's really
1: cool, that's a nice little nod.
0: Um, so yeah you have the whole scene where we're kind of going through with I call him Michael Rucker because I can't see him with anything else so <laughs> Savon turns up and the main thing that struck me even in the first two minutes Rick Flagg he's in in three seconds on the screen he comes and he shakes Savon's hand and he goes hi oh, you're part of the team come with me. Yeah, And immediately I was like, that's Rick Flagg.
1: That's, <laughs> that's like, comic a, book Rick Flagg. That's actual Rick Flagg. He's not a miserable man tied to a witch. Like, he's just <laughs> fucking... He's, he's a human and he likes things. And this movie yeah. made me give a shit about Rick Flagg. And for that, I I'm cannot gonna go, forgive it.
0: I'm going to go one further. Rick Flagg is my favourite character in this film. Really? Yes. Interesting. Because it's such a turnaround that, I'm, like, obviously John Cena, Margot Robbie is amazing, John Cena's amazing, yeah. um, you've got Idris Elba, he's obviously amazing, but the f- the speed at which Joel Kinnaman goes from the absolute worst <laughs> to, <laughs> my God, he's the leader, is so fast that and I'm like, holy
1: shit. He is the leader, and but also, like, he's the leader, but then there's the thing with uh, Idris Elba and John Cena where they're like, they have a bit of a like power struggle thing going on. Rick Flagg just seems so above that. That yeah. he's just like, no, this is my team, I'm in charge.
0: And he, do- he, he does the Rick Flag where he's us as part of the team. I know he's like a super soldier, but the idea is that he's good. And yeah. he's surrounded by evil, or surrounded by these villains, and he holds them together. And is like, look at me, you're going to die if we don't listen to me. Because the, the, also the idea is they have to keep Rick Flagg alive. Like if they let Rick Flag die, Amanda Waller will also blow their heads off. Yes, so it's it's a whole thing that is just so perfect that Joel Kinnaman. I was so shocked. I
1: was it, like, my god, like that is. And also, Joel Kinnaman in this movie is fucking jacked. Like, yeah, but he's just surrounded by like John Cena and <laughs> Idris Elba, so he looks smaller. But he's like, he's bigger than he was in Altered Carbon, I think, for this. Like, he looks like a comic book character. <laughs>
0: yeah and so we have the introduction to the new suicide squad shot these guys are all gonna live it's all the, it's all good yeah these um, guys are
1: really in inter- actually some of them live
0: uh what no well harley is there yeah i suppose i'm thinking of the flag shot is it one of them in the after credits scene
1: yeah <laughs> weasel i think so weasel weasel oh weasel <laughs> Oh Weasel, I love Weasel so much. <laughs> so,
0: so they all team up and you've got um you've got Michael Rooker, Nathan Fillion is uh the arm Fall off boy, but the he's detachable called T D Kid the detachable kid. Um you have Jay Courtney as Captain Boomerang, you've got Flu Borg as Javelin, um you've got Mongol Blackguard. Um so they have this team and immediately you're like, This is a shit team. Like, these are all bad. Yeah. Um, and then Hardy Quinn jumps in and is immediately do you know and another small thing is they get in the helicopter and they're like, Okay, this is the mission, we're going to court of Maltese, it's an undercover operation, we're gonna to get to the beach, leap into the water, we'll get we'll get on land then. Um Immediately Jai Courtney and Margot Robbie have a connection because Boomerang is on the play- helicopter and he's kinda of like take talking shit as Boomerang yeah. does. And Harley's like, oh, Boomer would just stop. They're the new guys. Like, he is them.
1: Yeah, and like, even when she comes on the plane, he's like, Harley, what are you doing back in prison? Like, they just like, (laughs) met each other back in their small town kind of a (laughs) deal.
0: And it's small things like that that make such a difference that you're like, oh, there's a history. I don't need to be told. They just know each other.
1: Yeah, and like, Captain Boomerang in this movie, by the way, like, it's better than his entirety of Suicide Squad 2016.
0: I was so sad when he dies.
1: I really wanted him to stick around. He gets a good death, to be fair.
0: <laughs> he does, but I think he was the one that James Gunn decided he's the sacrificial lamb to be like everyone's dead.
1: Yeah, here's this character that I've made you instantly love, and he's gone. Although, yes, yeah, so, the first on. death in the first death in this movie, in air quotes, is <laughs> might be my favorite.
0: That they all leap out, and nobody checked if Weasel could swim. <laughs>
1: so Weasel just drowns immediately. But I like how Weasel jumped as well.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, it's like, is this a werewolf? What the fuck is this? Yeah. And then um, Rick Flag is like, he's harmless. Well... Well, he killed all those kids. He, he killed twenty-seven kids. But then the be- my, the way that the thing that made me crack up was when he went. We think he's agreed to go on the mission. Like, <laughs> how could he agree? <laughs> how could you explain to Weasel? Look, we're going on an under- undercover operation. We need you. It'll knock off years off your life. He's yeah. not going to be like, yeah, okay, cool.
1: No, it, it makes no sense at all. So they all get to the beach and. Blackguard! It, so I saw a comment on Reddit, and it was: "If you hate Pete Davison you'll love this movie
0: because <laughs> <laughs> he's the only one who would betray him." So yeah. he immediately goes up and is like, "Guys, I brought them to you because a whole army of Maltese is there." He rats them out, and um, he immediately gets shot in the face. Fantastic stuff! Brutal, um, and then you also have, it did just. I just have here: um, all hell breaks loose. Which yeah. is exactly what happens.
1: It's chaos, like it's just chaos happening on the beach around them.
0: Because then, what happens is Viola Davis uh, Armando Waller just says, "You're you're good enough to survive. Go go mad." And Harley's like, "Okay," and just pops <laughs> up with an RPG and starts blowing shit up.
1: Yeah, and like, and <laughs> all of this being seen, like we see it through the eyes of Savant, and he's just like watching all of this unfold, and he's losing it. <laughs> like, he wasn't prepared for this.
0: So, you have Boomer who dies, um, which I was Mongal, so sad about.
1: Because took down a helicopter and, yeah. like, sliced through some trees and then Boomer got, like, fucking riddled with branches and then a helicopter exploded into him.
0: Yeah, which I think, I mean, that's the way he wanted to die.
1: I think I, think I knew that. That's true, but he does get a very good comic book boomerang, which uh, slices a man's brain off.
0: Yes, I was like, that's like in the comics, because in the first one, how many boomerangs did he throw?
1: (laughs) I think two.
0: Because he was mostly using them as knives, which I think is pointless.
1: Yeah, using them as knives, and then one of them was a drone or something. I don't know.
0: <laughs> That's not a boomerang. Like, if it's a drone, <laughs> but um, so yeah, all hell breaks loose. They're basically trying to survive. Then <laughs> Rick Flag goes TDK, you're up, and he yeah. detaches his arms. Yeah, and Nathan Fillion proceeds to just start slapping a few people.
1: <laughs> just like yeah, like idly slapping some soldiers and like grabbing at their guns. And, <laughs> But he's, like, standing up, like, in the middle of this firefight on the beach. And he's just fucking going for it. They actually, like... <laughs> he's armed fall-off boy, for all intents and purposes. But yeah. slightly better because his arms can hover. Whereas arm fall-off boy, he would just beat people with his arms.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, it's about the same. Like, oh, he's, he's useless. Sta- like, he has to stand up in the middle of the war zone to slap them. Yeah. And then if he gets shot anywhere like he's not invincible he's just dead
1: if he oh if he gets shot in the arms he still feels it as well like yeah like it ends up with him writhing on the ground in pain as he's riddled with bullets
0: and so um uh, at the same time we have our first uh, introduction that oh maybe not everything is as we thought because it cuts back to the control room. Also, I like the bit with Weasel that Amanda Waller looks at the guy and yeah. it's like nobody checked if he could swim, and he she kind of looks at him like, "You that was your job," and he was, yeah. he was just kind of like, "Oh, sorry." <laughs>
1: and also, it's made a game. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. Like, I, I love that control room that we keep cutting back to it because it like it grounds us, and it's like they're so desensitized to it. It's amazing. Like yeah. they're betting on who's going to be the first to die. Um, like the,
0: the cabin in the woods situation. It's very
1: like that, yeah. That they have this fucking like um, bracket going for like who's going to survive this Suicide Squad mission.
0: But once again, that we never see that really in the first one. It's such a small detail, but makes such a difference. You could do this whole movie without that room and it yeah. wouldn't make a difference. You could have Amanda Waller sitting in a room by herself and then she just blows heads off or whatever. But that room with all those people... As you said, like it grounds everything that we're immediately like, oh, it's a mission. They're a team. They're, yeah. they're, they're assembled for a reason.
1: And the thing is as well is that the, it, and again, another small thing that I really like, the mechanism by which they detonate the thing in their neck is different. In the first Suicide Squad, it was a fucking app on someone's phone that <laughs> yeah. they just like push the face and it blows up. Now it's this like metal case with two locks and you have to like arm it and then blow it up. Like, because it just makes it so much more like, no, they are deciding to do this. Like, And she
0: gives them three warnings. Like, yeah. turn around, turn around. You are, I'm going to kill you if you do not stop. Yeah. And at that point, it's like, well, look, I got to do it.
1: I gave you your chance, yeah. So, yeah, everyone's dead. Um, <laughs> javelin bequeaths the javelin to Harley Quinn.
0: Javelin. <laughs> 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 oh, man. And the best part is when uh, he's like... Um what or carry it for like he's like here, take this yeah. javelin, carry it for and then he dies. And she's like, Who who do I carry who? it for? <laughs> um, but fully funny enough, this is when we get introduced to our second team, because that was all a distraction because they're the suicide squad. Like Amanda Waller would send them all into their deaths Fuck Yeah, them. she doesn't care. Even Rick yeah. Flag. Yeah, which is interesting. But mm. but like but she says he's good enough to get out of there. Like, she will get out, get him out probably in the end. Um, and so, on the other side, you've got our first introduction of um, you get Team Two, which involves Victor Jonathan Cena. Um, and you, you've got Idris Elba. You've got Daniela Melchior as Ratcatcher Two. Um, That's my favourite Polka- character
1: in this movie, by the way.
0: Polka Dot Man. And you've got King Shark, which is a, a Series Five. What and, a lineup. <laughs> and what's interesting is that they immediately go two weeks late, earlier, and so we get introduced to this team separately, and it's like in the credits, so the credits are starting to roll, as it's kind of like, anyone could die. So the suicide squad comes up, during Savant's head explosion, through that yeah. blood, it says Warner Brothers Presents.
1: All the titles in this movie are classed, by the way.
0: Comic books. They're it's, just issues of it, comic books.
1: It really is like, and it's it's done in such a way. I, I found myself in the movie, like in the theater, comparing it to. Do you know how in Zack Snyder's Justice League it just cuts to black and white text every so often? Yes, this is a way better way of doing chapter <laughs> names.
0: The, the best one is the one with Harley.
1: Which when, one is that? Uh, it's
0: like when it's operation um and then it's the name of the, the tower that they have to yes. explode and then the flames go out and in the smoke it says Harley because Rick Flag is the no, we're like no no no, we gotta go save Harley first.
1: Yeah, I like the one where it's the rooftop and all of the like aerials and chimneys and things spell yeah. out your
0: Once again, small shit. That doesn't I'll mean anything. Really you could do the whole movie cool. without
1: it. It's yeah, it, it doesn't matter. But he did it, and that's the main thing. And our it it, it but it also like because when you go back to it's the like two weeks earlier, it intros us to um, uh, Idris Elba being like a clean freak, and he's cleaning the entire prison by himself because it's in like the yeah. suds it's spelled out.
0: And you have um, Bloodsport is who he's playing, and so we're mm. we're basically told without a big massive back uh, a highlight reel or big colour or a different music change or anything like that, that the first thing he said is he's after putting Superman in the ICU with a kryptonite bullet. He's a very bad man. I want him to lead the team. He go, he's great for this. He's perfect for the team. Yeah. And um, he's like, no, I'm not going to do it. And then this is when we see Amanda Waller be Amanda Waller, because she's like, I'm going to have your daughter brought in here and she will be killed. Because, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, if you don't join the team, I have that sort of power.
1: I will kill your 16-year-old daughter.
0: For for, for the greater good. She doesn't give a shit.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Greater good is like a whole fucking thing in this movie. Uh, yeah. Like, who's really doing the right thing here?
0: <laughs> and so, um, he finally is like, okay, fine. I will accept and I'll go in the I re- team.
1: I really like his talk with his daughter. Because he is so him it's not like a contrived movie scene where it's like i tried to be better but i'm just bad he's like no i'm bad there's no goodness in me you i'm not mad because you stole i'm mad because you got caught like it's he's that's him in that moment yeah
0: and and at that point he doesn't really want like he's not a leader at that point he has no interest yeah um because he has no connection to any other human and this movie and James Gunn is his big specialty is taking freaks and taking yeah. like weirdo characters and making us care and making us care about their relationships with each other.
1: Yeah, it's a bunch of assholes standing up in a circle. Like, that's James exactly. Gunn's whole thing. <laughs> that's,
0: that's this movie. You could put that exact line in this, and it would yeah. be the same. Um, and so we are getting introduced to the Bloodsport team too, which, as I said, Jonathan C-Nation is in that, Peacemaker. Yeah. And the first thing is said is, like, they're the same. They're the same things. So why are they on the team together? That
1: yeah like i love that it's done in such a good way as well it's just like oh his father raised him to be a mercenary from the day he was born made a career killing for 30 years and he's never been caught or whatever and like (laughs) idris elba's just like that that's what you said about me just five seconds ago (laughs) why am i needed
0: (laughs) like could you not just get him to do it but the idea is they need both of them because they're both just stone-cold killers um, and so then you also have, uh, they go around, they get Ratcatcher, but then they fir- then they also pick up Sylvester Stallone playing King Shark, who's Great reading character. a comic book upside down, and then he said, I am so smart.
1: <laughs> he's pretending to read.
0: <laughs> and does it seem like John Cena's like, look at him, he's pretending to read, what's even the right way up?
1: <laughs> <laughs> John Cena does really well in this movie as peacemaker, by the way.
0: Oh, he's uh, yeah, he's amazing. I think this is the perfect role for him. Like just shithouse, all American dickhead.
1: Yeah, he's like he like he's it's his heel turn in a lot of ways from his like wrestling character. <laughs> like
0: because I think in wrestling he's all American. He's like the hero. Whereas it he you that call hero. him the
1: Boy Scout or something like that? Is it they,
0: they call him like the Boy Scout? Yeah, because he's always like eat, he's the Hulk Hogan of the eighties. Like <laughs> yeah. eat your vegetables. And say your prayers. Don't do drugs. Whereas he could be that in this, but like multiply by 10, like take it up to 11.
1: Yeah, to the point where he'll kill any man, woman, and child in the way of peace. (laughs) For peace. (laughs) For
0: peace. Um, And so, yeah, they they all go in, and also we are introduced to Sebastian, um, and there's the scene, Sebastian the Rat. Yeah. Whereas Sebastian, the scene with Interstellar, where it's just like, is that rat trying to shake my hand? <laughs> and then it's just, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And it's just like it's I'm not shaking the rat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not shaking the rat's hand. <laughs> and so and then I, they have, but they,
1: well, like, the, but I like that they didn't check that either. They put like uh, they put Bloodsport on a team with a person who controls rats without knowing he's afraid of rats.
0: Because they've kind of got, like, they don't really care as much anymore. It's like, fuck, yeah. we'll just throw a team together.
1: Yeah, just like, who who do we have left? Ah, yeah, they can do it.
0: Yeah, and so we have the whole big debrief where we've seen them in the trailer where John Cena says the thing about uh, buttholes, like starfish yeah. that are other thing. We just basically get told, there's this building, there's been a coup in Monte Carlo and they need to go there to blow up this building that includes all of this, like, secret um research that they've been doing and they and Amanda Waller doesn't want that to get out so their job is to sneak in blow it up get the fuck out of there
1: yeah which is an actual like mission this time instead of what the suicide what Suicide Squad 2016 was which was go to this building and rescue Amanda Waller even though she but you sent, don't sent know. you there
0: <laughs> <Yeah. But you're laughs> how don't did know she her? know she'd be there how did anyone know? Why did it's she all kill America? all of the
1: FBI agents that were with her? What's I going on?
0: I don't know. It's just edited weird. Um, but I'm sure that scene was in the movie like earlier or later, but they just added it
1: in there. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't help at all. The, um, um,
0: also, that scene of them in the debrief has King Shark go- just going, hand, because yeah. everybody else has their hand up. Um, and then you also have, um, we're all going to die. And Polka Dot Man says, I hope so. And Intercellus said says, Oh for fuck's sake.
1: It's <laughs> <Which laughs> so you done would, you, you would, you absolutely would. I like Polka Dot Man in this. He's like a weird little mystery character for a lot of it. Um but then he's quite simple by the end. Um he's yeah. he's a nice addition.
0: He's a he's a nice little weirdo to add to the little weirdo group. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> And I I just like that he's like I hope we all do that. And then Idris Elba I think is so great as Bloodsport because he's just constantly, it oh, off for fuck's sake. Oh, yeah, Jesus.
1: Christ. This is like this is not a fair comparison to make. But you couldn't drop Deadshot into that role. I don't think.
0: No, the I think Idris Smith Elba. Yeah, I think he was too cool, and I think Idris Elba is like incredibly cool. But I think he's also like we trust him immediately like he knows exactly what he's doing And yeah. so when he looks around he's just like he's just trying to survive he doesn't give a shit about these people
1: yeah and that's how it should be um and that's why he even says like, i don't care about anyone so anytime he does care about someone it means a lot
0: and so they eventually um the team to f- find out that flag got captured so we cut back to them on the beach um and this is we're, we're back to now and um Flag gets captured so they get given a new mission. Go find Flag. So they find yeah. them on they they his GPS and
1: they come across this camp. This camp ga- and Arms guards at the camp, Connor.
0: Armed <laughs> guard what are they gonna do? And I just have they kill and in capital letters
1: everyone Fucking everyone. Like They butcher them. <laughs> they have a competition to see who can get the cooler kills. What's your favourite kill from that sequence? Uh, whew, fan into the bat is pretty good. Pretty good. I like the one where John Cena casually walks past the man and hatchets him five times in the chest.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good.
1: <laughs> and the guy's asleep. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's so good. But like, as that goes on, they're just killing more and more innocent people. Because it starts off as like, oh, they're killing armed guards, okay. Then it's like a lady doing the washing up and it's a man <laughs> in the bath. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> and they're just getting worse and worse. And like through the whole thing, you're just like, stop killing people. It's done. You've won. Yeah. And they're just like still killing them.
1: They're no threat at all.
0: Um, because and- oh, also you have the bit, um, which is great that they are fighting. Like they're, they're shown off against each other. And then um, John Cena turns around and shoots the guy behind his back, and he's just like, "That's a wound. You didn't kill him." And then it's like exploding bullets, bro, and it yeah. blows up. And then um, Intercell was like, "Nobody likes a show off." And John Cena says, "Yeah, but they like a show off when they watch a showing off. It's dope as fuck." Yeah. It's like, <laughs> fuck, he's right. <laughs> he's like, "Oh fuck, he's right." Damn.
1: Also, they had a little pissing match in the prison beforehand, where they were talking about how accurate they were. And he's like my bullets are more accurate than yours. And he's like that's impossible. <laughs> and he's like no, I use smaller bullets. They go through the holes that your bullets leave.
0: That's ne- that's never going to come up again, is it?
1: So many fucking like Chekhov's moments in this movie. We have Chekhov's javelin, uh Chekhov's tiny bullets and yeah. Chekhov's golf club.
0: And I mean, it's just a case of like you just think that there are bits there's just bit, comedic moments Just a bit Connor Because because that is a comedic moment Where Harley gets given a javelin And is like Who do I use this for her yeah. And then you also have My bullets are smaller than yours You could just be like Oh that's just the Peacemaker Being a dickhead Like he's just Oof. being annoying
1: Yeah The um And when they open the curtain to go get flag, and he's just sipping tea with this lady. And
0: they find out that they're freedom fighters, yeah, they're just, and they're after butchering the whole
1: village. I like how they're like, "Oh, there was there was no one here when we came in. Uh, God, I didn't see anyone." And polka dot man is just like, oh, "I turned them into my mother in my head, and I killed them all."
0: And King Shark is just like, "Nom nom, yeah.
1: he's eat her." It's ridiculous. I like uh, the. King Shark and Ratcatcher have a moment before that where they're like bonding. Um, and yeah. He's like, you, you know, we're your friends. And it's like, no one has ever talked to King Shark that way before. So he's like instantly like, okay, she's my friend. I'll do anything.
0: Because um, Ratcatcher 2 is the heart of the movie. Like, yes. She, she is the one that's bringing them all together. And I think you need that character in this because they all could just be assholes. So you need one of them who's just good. And uh, normally the Rick Flag, but now you've got two of them because you had two separate teams.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. And like Ratcatcher, two is objectively a good person. She just has always had to survive, and that's it. Mm. But she's 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 not into killing kids and all that. Like some. So people.
0: eventually. The the freedom fighter uh, agrees to. I'm going to say fighter because all the rest of them are dead. But then yeah. she has a team at the end, which I don't really understand. But um, she's like, "I'll help you," and I was like, "Why?"
1: I, I think she she. I think her justification is like, "I you're, you're awful, but I would make a deal with the devil himself if it got things done." And, and there's no one so, left. Like
0: there's no one. She needs them. And so um, then you also have the bit where she looks at Rick Flagg and she's just like, is that rat waving at me? <laughs> and, <laughs> and he turns around and goes, yeah. And, um, and she's like, why? And he just goes, he's a friendly rat. Because <laughs> <laughs> he likes you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so then we we have to come back to the bad guys in Monte Carlo. And so uh, you've got the Presidente, yeah. uh, General Silvio Luna, as them And he gets introduced to the Tinker. Which uh, Mr. Peter Capaldi is playing. And what happens is You basically get introduced to a character That would never appear in DC Five years ago But James Good had his way And Starro the Conqueror Is in this fucking movie shot
1: I like how they don't pull punch Like We see Starro straight away as well Because everyone knows it's Starro by this point So they show him like the video clip of the astronauts Finding this fucking starfish In space And it's like no that's what he is it's like, yeah, that's a wild concept to have just show and, up in a movie.
0: And the more people he, like, attaches his bits to, the bigger he gets.
1: Yeah, he feeds off of their, like, life energy or something like that.
0: Yeah, and it's introduced that the minute he does that, they're dead. There's, yeah. there's no way about it.
1: Yeah, which I like that they don't even try at the end. <laughs> they're just like, no. nah, they're all dead, shoot them. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're all
0: fucking dead. Yeah, but he's but in, like, I, this... It's mad. I was just about to say, like, it is absolutely insane that King Shark is, or King Shark, that Starro is a villain in a DC movie because that character, he could take out the Justice League and there have been stories where he has taken out the Justice League or whole planets and the suicide squad are going up against
1: him. Like, that's the thing and Starro in this movie, like, I wouldn't want to see Starro in a Justice League because it would be, like, grim Starro. But he's colourful and he's ridiculous and that's the best part about him. Because he's terrifying when you really think about it. Oh, he's horrifying. He's a horrifying monster. Like, he's he's alien. Yeah, he is an alien, but he also has this, like, he he has one line at the end. And he's just like, he has so much heart. Like, he's such an interesting (laughs) character.
0: And so Harley gets captured and uh, the president wants her to turn up. Um, At his palace. And so he gives her a red dress. And gets her all dressed up. And she goes to meet the president. Um, And what happens then. Is we have a full montage. Of her and the president. Because he's a very handsome man. Mr. uh, Juan Diego Botto. I think is the actor's name. And so he's. um, Harley and him have a bit of a romance. And we have a full like rom-com Montage of them just hanging out in, bir- in like a
1: bird cage. Yeah, just they have like they go on little dates around fucking Corto Maltese, and they're just like, "Hey, this is the this is the fun we're having," and uh, it ends well for everyone involved.
0: Yeah, um, and so eventually they they get very naked, and they're they're having grey crack, grey crack, and, but afterwards. Um, he starts talking about the big alien because he now wants to make her his queen and yeah. so he's like I can I can exposit what's going on here so he's like there's a big massive alien in there it's pretty bad but and then she's like yeah but now you're in charge so it's pretty good right and he's like no now all my enemies will fear me now that we have it and yeah. the minute he the minute he mentions the fact that he could be killing kids and innocents she just takes out a gun and shoots him
1: <laughs> and she's like yeah I swore I would always just Choose my gut. And like uh, a next big time red I saw, flag. Yeah, next time I saw a red flag, I would stop it straight away. <laughs>
0: and and she's like, A pretty big red flag is killing kids. <laughs> I yeah. think that's pretty big.
1: So and and you know, predictably then she gets caught and thrown in prison because she just killed the leader, the, the president of the this president. New country.
0: And so now the general becomes the president? And um, what happens is uh, he's not that happy. But at, at the say he burns down the birdcage first
1: of all. <laughs> yeah, which
0: I was like, okay,
1: unnecessary, just, but all right.
0: That's just shit house. That's just shit house behavior.
1: It is, and the thing about it is as well, we learned a bit when they were meeting Capaldi in the like little viewing room for the for the videotape. You get to see the difference between the president and the general. Because the general is like, let's unleash Starro on the US. That's perfect. And the president, to his credit, was like, no, 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 no. If we release it, then we don't have it anymore. They fear us if we we still have it, if we control it. And it's like, now you have the lunatic general is now in charge of everything.
0: But you know what's worse is I don't think he ever actually comes into it, though. Like, he takes over. He has this one moment and then... It kind of just goes from there that there's nothing involving. Like, he never makes a decision that affects anything later on, does he?
1: Not really, no. He kind of leads into, like, Harley being tortured and then escaping. Yeah. But that's about it. Um, he does show up towards the end. But that, like, he, he, he doesn't play a huge part going forward. <laughs>
0: They they um they have a moment with polka dot mad as well where he has to explain his powers where he's like an interdimensional virus interdimensional virus that's going through and you find out his mother worked for Star Labs and she experimented on him. Nice and that's how he building. got the powers. Yeah, and I it's a very small thing, but he's just kinda like, I hate my mother. <laughs> I yeah. see everyone as my mother.
1: That, yeah, and he's um he gets like, a lot of backstory in like two minutes but it doesn't feel forced. He's like, he just says it to the group. He's like, that's what happens. I need to vomit up polka dots every, like twice a day or else I'll die.
0: Um, and so now we go back to the main team where you have, they find Rick Flagg and they're like, okay now we're going to have to break in to Court Maltese. Um, and they have the moment where um, they have Milton and he is in the bus and they find yeah. the bus with Milton, everyone's favourite character.
1: Love Milton. Um,
0: my no, And you have also the moment where they're talking about disguises and King Shark tries to put him... He's like a fake
1: moustache. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's a shark with a fake moustache. <laughs> Get out of here.
0: <laughs> and there's moments like that where then uh, Idris Selva turns and he smiles at Ratcatcher. And yeah. it's just like a really nice small moment. You're like, oh, they're friends. He's actually starting to enjoy himself.
1: Yeah, they're getting to know each other and they're becoming a family
0: because King Shark's an idiot but we can all laugh at him because he's kind of our idiot
1: yeah so their plan there is that um, they're going to go to the bar that Brainiac frequents isn't it and then they'll... not Brainiac the Tinker the Tinker if it was sorry. Brainiac
0: that's a much more strong character
1: <laughs> right okay sorry the Tinker uh, yeah. the, the, the bar that he always goes to and they're going to just grab him and he'll bring him in to Hjotunheim which is the, the big facility
0: yeah, and so they, they have to go to the bar, so they have to get disguises because people are on the lookout for them, which makes sense. Yeah. And they can't bring King Shark with them because he's a massive shark. <laughs> and they just don't have a fake moustache handy. Um, and then there's also a very small moment with Rick Flagg and the leader of the Freedom Fighters, where he's like, if we break in, they're going to send all of their guards to us. And that will leave the palace open. If you know, nudge, nudge. You want to go in there? Yeah. All be over, does? And she just looks at him, and she's just like, "You're a good man, Rick Flagg. And I was like, "He is a good man. He is a, he's the best man. <laughs> I love you, Rick Flag.
1: And Then I'll go
0: back and like watch 2016. Like, shut up, Joel Kidman.
1: Oh, Joel, you fucked up so bad. No, he's he's really unreal in this movie, and. He'd, like just quickly while we're here Like the cast, none of them feel like they're fighting for attention the last Suicide no. Squad it was the, the Margot Robbie Will Smith experience this one everyone gets play, everyone gets something cool to do
0: and I think the main thing about that is they go to their strengths so Margot Robbie I think in the last film the script isn't strong but she's so good and so comic book, like she's Harry Quinn off a page And she's so perfectly cast and so good at her job that she kind of raised it above what it was. Whereas with this, they're all coming in at a much higher just standard. Like the script is already set for them to excel. So then they can just go even further. So like watching this, I was like, oh, Harley Quinn's amazing because... I would assume, like she's Robert Downey Jr. in this universe, where it's just yeah, like, yeah that's, Mar- that's Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Like that's, that's the just best who casting. she is. Yeah, yeah. That's the best casting. And so I'm watching it, and she's stealing scenes as she does in the next scene when she gets captured, and I'm just like, this is par for the course. She's really great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whenever yeah. she's on camera, it's it, it,
1: it it's honestly amazing. Um, the bit in the bar that I like, they they have, the like the. Uh, Armageddon style scene Where they go out to the bar And they're all these misfits but they end up Getting drunk and having fun And they all like bond And there's a really nice bit because Bloodsport and Rick Flag were apparently In special forces together And so they're like And Rick Flag
0: recommended them
1: Yes and so they're just chatting They're just chatting and laughing together And it's such a nice character moment That like no they have history
0: and you have polka dot man dancing with his mother yeah. <laughs> she's everyone um but the, the bit before that actually there's a the bit on the bus where rat catcher and bloodsport have well, a is scene then, yeah where where they're just like we're gonna let we're gonna make sure that each other lives like we're gonna get each other through this and then bloodsport's like you remind me of my daughter and it's kind of like he's actually like the big ice wall he had set up is slowly like melting he's like oh you know, if I'm just nice to people, I'm actually a guy, kind of nice person. She's very nice. And you can see, like, um, he says, like, oh, you remind me of my daughter. So it's even shown that he sees her now as he's, like, going to look after her.
1: Yeah. And she tells the story about growing up in Portugal. And With Taiko Waititi. <laughs> With Taiko Waititi. Taiko Waititi as rat catcher 1. ...is the best casting in this movie. It's,
0: but you know what? It's so hard to take him seriously. It really like, is. When he dies, I was like, ah, Tiger, get up.
1: Get, get fuck up, Tiger. Come on. Come on now. I like his attempt to do a Portuguese accent as well.
0: <laughs> that man can't do anything other than him and Korg. And <laughs> yeah. Korg is just
1: him, but deeper. Is it deeper or, or higher? I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah I, Taika Waititi is the first rat catcher just made me laugh like it's amazing casting he's a, he's excellent at his job but it's I just whenever I see Taika I just like have good feelings I'm just yeah. like
1: oh yeah
0: there's Taika
1: But they didn't just point him at the camera and just be like go be Taika Waititi there's like no there's actual things for him to do like he's, o- he's, and- o- he's ODing
0: and you see the massive difference between like Ratcatcher Two is like I loved my father like he he loved me with everything he had. And then Bloodsport is like oh my father hated me like he yeah. put me in the room where I'm afraid that's why he's so terrified of rats because his father locked him in a room for days with them. And so they're both like he she's basically showing him that like he needs to forgive and he can be a better man like stop for- remembering his past yeah and just move on. Um, and so then we have the big scene with Harley When she's breaking out And this is like an excellent action set piece That's very similar to It's like the set piece in the prison in Birds of Prey But it's not PG-13 like, yes. They can just do whatever the fuck they want
1: the, Yeah, full freedom to do it Reminds me very much of the Prison escape in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 With Michael Rooker. Oh yes Where just walking through no one can stop them kind of a deal
0: yeah and you also have the bit where did you like ben kingsley's looking like
1: <laughs> <and Margot> <laughs> i did i did of Is that man someone like who is he
0: no no he, i looked him up he's no relation to ben kingsley but i was like that's the fucking mandarin <laughs> that's <laughs> the mandarin's looking after harry quinn
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's going to turn out to be a soccer hooligan at the end of it <laughs> The uh, that torture scene is it, it sounds really fucked. That torture scene is unreal because um, Harley Quinn does not give a fuck about the fact that she's being tortured.
0: She couldn't give less of a shit because she's Harley Quinn. Like nothing they do could be worse. Yeah. Um, as much shit as you would give twenty sixteen, there was even the scene where Joker's like, "I'm going to hurt you real bad." Like, and yeah. you see uh, them in the Mad Love scenes where he tortures her. Or throws her into a bunch of milk. <laughs>
1: it's that a thing? bunch of stuff that's not great either as a person or as a film, but uh, yeah,
0: just or as a man, Jared. Um and so then uh, the guys in the bar they get arrested. So they get taken off in a truck. Um but also, by the way, it's night time when they get taken. But it's daytime where Harley
1: is. Is it? Yes. Because okay.
0: they, because on so the night before, is they break, they get arrested in the bar, and it they they take Peacemaker, um, Idris Elba's Bloodsport, and you also have Rick Flag and Ratcatcher two and Polka Dot Mad. They take the Tigger out the back and they get him into the bus. Yes. Um, and then the three of them are in the truck, and you're just kind of sitting there going, "They're like the three best that they have, other than Harley, probably at fighting." So. If and so then, a ticket to was like. Has anyone heard of the death punch or the death blow? And yeah. all three of them do it immediately, <laughs> which is such dumb stuff.
1: It, no, but it's great. And they just like they headbutt yeah. these men and kill them instantly, and then crash the car and all walk out in hero pose at the same time
0: yeah and so they, they have the hero pose there's also the bit where John Cena breaks his arm through the like wall
1: through bulletproof he's, like, just, glass
0: and, and he just like is ripping the guy's head against the wall repeatedly while the truck is like flaying back and forth and you just see his massive arm come through the wall
1: <laughs> you just call it quits at that point to go home <laughs>
0: he's so big <laughs> like it's it's mad because I think you forget how big he is until you see him beside Kidman and Elba because yeah.
1: they are massive, yeah. Like they're all massive, but seen as like this monster of a a super soldier, but also just a crazed lunatic.
0: Oh, I think if you put him beside Hemsworth, I think Hemsworth looks tidy.
1: Yes, definitely, definitely. Because that's Cena's, mad. <laughs> that that's ridiculous. Uh, but they they escape, they survive somehow that crash, and.
0: And th- then that's the bit with the smoke in the. So the fire yeah. is going up, and they're like, "Okay, we got to go to the tower." It's like, "No, we got to go rescue Harley," because Rick Flagg's like Harley's still alive. We got to go get Harley. Yeah, that's his friend. He likes Harley. Yeah,
1: and they don't leave anyone behind.
0: No, because Rick Flagg's a good man. A good so, man. and he's the leader. Shot, he's the leader to- of
1: the Suicide Squad. Can't wait to see more of Rick Flagg in the future. <laughs>
0: I was devastated I was so sad
1: how dare this movie do that to me
0: (laughs) Um, and so then they have to go this is when they go rescue Harley and so she's breaking out by herself and one by one just blowing through all these guards so she chokes the first guy out puts the boots on she takes his gun and just like walks out just starts one by one just bluntly shooting everyone just taking guns along the way and just like spinning
1: she slices a man's neck with his own knife like, yeah. she wraps it up in fabric and, like, swings around them and slices. It's ridiculous.
0: Like, it's pro, like, it, that's what I was thinking of, like, her in the water and birds of prey. But, like, she's yeah. like PG 13 choking people out with that. Whereas in this, she's just, like, slicing and dicing. Move on to the next person, slice them up, move on to the next person.
1: She does uh, similar to, you know, the Magneto train fight, which is the best thing to ever be put to film. <laughs> uh, she does a similar thing to that, where the dude tries to punch her through the bars. And she, like, yes. pulls the door and breaks his arm. It's so fucking good.
0: And she just is holding his arm and just hitting his face with the door. And it go- she, like, hits it, like, 12 times. Like, not just twice. And yeah. She just continuously keeps hitting him. Um, and then she takes the two machine guns and just walks down the hallway just blowing people away.
1: And then she runs out of ammo on those. And what does she find? The javelin.
0: And it's like a video game where it lights up. And she's like... <gasps> Oh my god, yeah. that's that's my that's my weapon.
1: Like the the javelin is such a good weapon for Harley Quinn as well, because she's yeah. so acrobatic. That like And that, I mean it's like the hammer but it's lethal on both heads. Yeah, and it gives her more reach as well. Mm-hmm. Like she can kill you from halfway across the room now.
0: Cause the first thing she does is she runs up a wall, spins and slices two necks, and then she stabs yeah. a guy through his toe. And turns around and stabs another guy through his face. I was like, okay, that's pretty good.
1: Alright, yeah, you've instantly become a master of the javelin. That's pretty nice.
0: <laughs> so she gets into the taxi outside and she's like... And this is when she sees Bloodsport, which there's something really funny about seeing Idris Elba in like, the helmet. But like he only has the white vest on. Yeah. And it's like he's wearing sweatpants and like a white vest and he's still at work.
1: We haven't fully talked about it yet, but Bloodsport's costume and gear is unreal.
0: Oh yeah, spectacular stuff! That every time he goes somewhere else, a new part of the weapon joins up.
1: Yeah, like uh, everything is an attachment to like the base of this weapon, and it's never explained. You don't get a montage of him being like, "I need this and this and this, and this is how my weapon works, and this is why and I'm it, the best." And you know what's
0: even worse? It doesn't make any sense, but we don't care because it we looks cool.
1: <laughs> it's like Men in Black level technology. It's class.
0: Like he just puts his arm in front of the gun, and like a a whole new section evolves. Yeah, and you're kind of like, doesn't matter. It just, yeah. it's just there.
1: He pulls a tiny fucking cylinder off his shoulder, and it becomes a grenade launcher with unlimited <laughs> <Yeah>. ammo, seemingly.
0: <laughs> and you know what? I'm like, I'm willing to accept that because I mean, there's a giant fucking alien starro <laughs> currently going on.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I think we can give a man unlimited grenades.
0: So they eventually show up, and you have the scene in the trailer where yeah. she's like, "Oh, hi, guys!" and they're like, "We were coming to rescue. It was a good plan."
1: Did you like how Peacemaker was like, "I have eyes on the one person in the office," and it's just like a secretary who's doing her job. I, I burst out
0: laughing <laughs> because the,
1: all the rest of them are like
0: slowly trying to sneak in, and he's the only one going trained at the one person there who's the
1: least <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> He's so willing to kill, it doesn't even matter.
0: (laughs) I think it's a lady on the phone or doing, like, paperwork. Clearly no threat whatsoever.
1: But he's like, no, she has to die.
0: (laughs) So, um, and then you have uh, King Shark saying bird. um, Bird, classic. And so, classic. um, And so, Harley Quinn also has the line of, well, I can go back inside if you want to. If you want to keep doing it again.
1: (laughs) No, no, that's patronizing.
0: (laughs) Um, And my favorite bit actually was when Harley and Rick Flag get back together and they have like a big hug and they're just really happy to see each other. Yeah. You know what? I'd seen a bit of romantic chemistry, Sean. I'm not saying, but I'm saying. Oh my
1: God. Oh my God, Connor. I, don't, I don't, don't know if there's
0: precedent for that. I I think she, I mean she was with Deathstroke in the comic books for a little bit, of part of a Suicide Squad run. I haven't really read recently, so she, maybe she has.
1: Yeah, I don't know whether they're. I think they're just. I think I think she's far maybe more best, best friends. I think they're just best friends, but like she's far more friendly than he is because he <laughs> yeah. he's like rubbing her back, but like with the handle of a gun. <laughs> like.
0: But but I think he might play it like that. But when she was in trouble, he was like, "It's hardly alive."
1: Like the oh, first yeah, thing you yeah. was
0: like, we gotta go save her.
1: Yeah, that, oh no, like they absolutely care about each other. Um, um, which is and nice so, to and see.
0: then you also have the bit where um, she's uh, got the spear or the javelin, and Bloodsport is like, what do you have this javelin for? And she's like, I'm still waiting for a god to tell me. And he just <laughs> Jesus. goes, Jesus, Jesus Christ. And she goes, yeah, or him, or really any of them, <laughs> to be
1: honest. <laughs> Yeah, because that's his first time meeting Harley Quinn, and she's a bag of crazy.
0: Yeah, and also for Harley Quinn's whole escape, the colour scheme in that
1: is... Oh, beautiful. Oh, amazing. Yeah, like, like
0: just just in terms of... the, Can you think of the difference of, like, the elevator scene in 2016 yeah. and that scene?
1: Yeah, oh, grey versus colour. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> but, like, I like that because it's also giving you, like, an insight into Harley Quinn's mind... Because you're like She's doing this And she's having so much fun She's seeing fucking Flower petals Exploding behind yeah, like, her
0: When she has the two goods. There's flowers Coming out of them When yeah. she shoots them um and so yeah, then they eventually get onto the rooftop. So they get the Tinker onto the rooftop, and they have the big scene where they're just like, "If you betray us, you die." If you do this, and Bloodsport and Rick Flag are both the leaders at this point, like they're friends, so they've both realized, "Okay, we're on the same level. We're going to work together. We're going to lead this team."
1: Yeah, yeah. And there's they're, they're not fighting about it. Is the thing? Um, no, I I like Harley in this scene as well. I, my favourite line from Arlie is just like I am walking back and forth
0: <laughs> I had a note on that as well <laughs> like, the bit about like the coughing and you die that's like I was like got a slight chuckle but when they're still doing it she's like I am walking back and forth with the same tone I was like yeah that's pretty good <laughs>
1: yeah. and polka dot man at the end is just like yeah <laughs> <laughs> he
0: comes in, and I like his little lean forward and he has like one finger up and he's like yeah <laughs> just really quietly
1: <laughs> The um, yeah, so that that's they're like their plan is just to drive in to Jotunheim and just that's it, basically. I mean
0: they don't really need a plan, they just are like to the tinker, you get us in,
1: yeah, we'll and then the we'll
0: so- we'll do the rest. And so that's what happens. He gets into the bus and Milton is trying to suit up, and Rick Flag, <laughs> he like has a big machine gun, and Rick Flagg's like, yeah no.
1: <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so the tinker is driving in and Capaldi's like this is a terrible idea this is never going to work and they're just like shut up just drive us through and so they eventually pull up outside and the rain starts pouring down I think this is just for a cool scene more so than
1: it's a very any cool real logic scene. like it's a um, very very cozy cool you get a hero walk with everyone and yeah, my uh, cinema showed it in, like, slightly the wrong aspect ratio. So a little bit of the sides of the screen were cut off. So when that whole walk is happening, I just saw half of Milton in, like, the side. And I was like, that's even better. That's an even better way to watch that scene. I
0: don't, I don't even need to see full of Milton. I just need a little bit of Milton. Goes a long way, Sean. little
1: taste of Milton for everyone.
0: But also in that hero shot, flag and Harley look, have a little glance... They're like, we're doing this again. Look at us. Huh? Look at us.
1: Look at being, us. Fr- being platonic friends. They said <laughs> that. They romantic. said that to the camera. No, Connor. No, no, no. You're watching the wrong version.
0: I, I'm standing the wrong couple because that's going to go wrong very soon.
1: The, the, so. the, the real. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, the real couple is uh, John Cena and Peace. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ironically, Sean, I don't think he likes Peace that much. Because he's but, almost he's killing people.
1: But uh, it's for the sake of peace, Connor. Ah, uh, yeah. No, you're right he's making it. peace, he's America. He's a to me- be fair. Oh, oh dear.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's the point. I think that's who the character is.
1: Oh god, Oh, Connor, you're going off the rails. You're <laughs> that's reading not too controversial. Far into no, <laughs> Connor, that's who he Connor, is. <laughs> dial it back. You're going to get us cancelled.
0: <laughs> um. So they they're breaking the rain starts coming. They had the scene of um the guys, the guards at the door, they're just kind of, like, looking out into the mist. They're like, what is that? And there's just, like, one tiny little spike just goes straight through the guy's glasses into yeah. his eye. And you have blood sport. like... He doesn't have a bow and arrow, but he has, like, a thing in his arm, a mechanism that he just fires constantly darts.
1: Yeah, which is a, it's a... I love the gadgets in this. Like, it's like what Batman... Like, Bloodsport is wearing Batman's utility belt, but as a full costume, basically.
0: Yeah. And like, and it comes in later on when he runs out of weapons.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it does. In a big way.
0: Because, <laughs> I mean, we're shown constantly, oh, he's prepared for everything. And then he just eventually runs out of them because he's just a man. He just has cool gadgets.
1: Yeah. And he, he uses them well, but he's not, like, he can't fight for months on end.
0: So they break in, and they get the door shut behind them, and they just start setting bobs. And the idea is that Flag and Ratcatcher will go down with the Tinker, and the rest of them will just go through the floor setting bobs, and they're just going to blow the shit out of the place and get out of there. Um, but just before they go down, Peacemaker slips down with them, yeah. with Ratcatcher and Rick Flag um unbeknownst to King Shark who was making a nice little version of him in Bob form. In C4 right? <laughs> C and, and I like the bit where John Cena's like that's nice but doesn't look like me at all
1: <laughs> <laughs> Like if it had looked like me, he'd be delighted with it I think
0: <laughs> um and so this whole section is called Dirty Little Secrets which we see in the elevator um button Yes. And this is the point where we find out that Starro has all the prisoners down there. This is,
1: like, full-on James Gunn body horror, this whole thing. Full-on
0: horror. Like, this whole bit is they walk into the haunted place, and they're just seeing all the fucking shit the monster has
1: done. Yeah, there's cages of people just with starfish on their faces. But then there's, like, the medical side of it, where, like... One dude's cut in half. They took the starfish off of one face. Oh,
0: that's the one that got me. When, yeah. the, when the starfish is off the face but the tentacles are still like attached.
1: It's oh it's like it's like a cavity starfish shaped cavity in your face. It's ridiculous. He
0: he went like proper slitter. Like yeah. he went back to the old James Gunn Um and so then you have Starro is just there and Peter Capaldi's like, They've come to kill you, my friend. I can't do anything about it. And then we find out, Sean, and this is interesting because this movie is, it's very fun because it turns it on its head. Because mm. now the bad guys are actually the good guys. And interesting. Because Amanda Waller and the whole government and all of that shit, they're behind Starro. And they actually sent him here to get him off American soil. And so he's an American problem.
1: Yeah, because they wanted, because America wanted to control Starro. And so they sanctioned all these tests in Corto Maltese where it would be far Mm. away from everyone.
0: And the tinker is just like, what are you talking about, Rick Flagg? You work for the people that sent them here. Like, this ain't my problem. This is your problem. And Rick Flagg's like, you're wrong. That wouldn't happen. But he knows right well it definitely would happen.
1: Yeah, he's... uh, Rick Flagg... He's... He's like a good person. And he's like, I didn't sign up for this. Because the reason that now the US government want to destroy all the records is so that they have no involvement in setting up this... Yeah, like,
0: they don't want to blow the place up because of the monster. No, they want it's to blow because the place they got up, so- found out. Yeah, so there's no evidence that they were involved with the monster.
1: Yeah, and so, like... Rick Flagg is just like, I I didn't sign up for this. I wanted to serve my country. I, don't, I didn't want to, like... Help Helping to commit war crimes, uh, yeah. And so he's, he's like, he,
0: um, he's like Captain America in Captain America Two. The
1: Winter where he's Soldier. Like, this is
0: fucked. Yeah, so yeah. The yeah. Winter Soldier. Where he's just like, this is fucked. And like, I, I didn't sign up for this. I want to protect this place, but I didn't sign up for this stuff. And what we're doing is wrong.
1: Yeah, like this isn't freedom. Like this is, this is control. Uh, it's so Rick Flagg at the end of all this takes the drive with all of the information. And it's just like, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this to the press. And Ratcatcher is super proud of him.
0: Yeah, because Ratcatcher is like a good person as well. And so she's yeah. like, yeah, we should do this. But there's only one person who's not meant to be there. Because the Tinker, I mean, he's not going to do anything. But you have one, a peacemaker, Mr. Jonathan Cena, who turns heel <laughs> on everyone. Yeah. And he decides that can't get out. Because he's all about control. He's not about freedom whatsoever.
1: He's all about the mission in this. Like he, yeah, he was told by Miss Waller that this is what he has to do. Um, I like as well. And it is,
0: it is comic book accurate. Amanda Waller would have backup plans within the plans.
1: Yes, definitely. Like she would not let just all of this go unsanctioned. The, but it's I why like,
0: she got him. It's it's why she's he's there. Why would yeah. you have Bloodsport and him in the same
1: team? Because Bloodsport in the same situation would let Rick get away with it. Exactly. The thing I like about this as well is that Peacemaker is a big fan of Rick Flagg. Like really yes. respects him. And is like, I don't want to do this, but I will.
0: Yeah, and Rick Flagg is just, and so they just start fighting. Because, yeah, there is that moment where Peacemaker hasn't shown really love for anyone. Yeah. But even this, he's like, Rick Flagg, I respect you. But I am going to kill you if you don't yeah. give that to me. Because res- it's getting in the way of the mission.
1: I respect everything you've done for this country, but I will kill you where you stand.
0: For this country.
1: Yeah. Like, um, so good. And then so, then big explosion happens. And then we go eight minutes into the past.
0: And the, Sorry, the fight scene, by the way, happened. Oh, no, yeah, sorry. The explosion happens first. And you yeah. was like, the bombs went off too early. What the fuck is going on? And so then we have to go eight minutes into the past where you then cut to the other side of the building, where we're not in the basement anymore, we're now on the like seventh or eighth floor, and you see them all setting the bobs, and King Shark goes off and mm. finds an aquarium at the top floor with all these lovely little fish in it. Such such lovely little fish.
1: I'm, I, 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 I mentally dealt with King Shark's death about four times in this movie. He should be very dead. He's the most dead the- of all of them
0: like absolutely i don't know how indestructible king shark is but he's basically
1: immortal i would love to have like a hero or zero on king shark at some point because if that's anyway a comic book accurate that's wild
0: well normally he faces like the flash and i mean the flash could beat him but, but, but how some... do you defeat a man that can't be taken down by a building landing on him like
1: <laughs> ask Vin diesel is what i would say <laughs>
0: That was a car park, I'll have you Sorry. know.
1: It's a building. <laughs> they built it. That's
0: <laughs> true. Um it had a roofs. Um so yeah, we have eight minutes earlier and um King Shark goes upstairs, all the cute fish, and then f- so, sadly, the the saddest part of the whole film happens. Um as they're coming back down. Um yeah,
1: they drop some C four.
0: They no. no uh mm-hmm. built a Milton doesn't make it, Sean. No. And he gets he's still with the team, and the minute I seen him in the shot, I was like, You're so dead.
1: Why are you here, dude? But because like, 'cause they're carrying the C four in plastic bags and one of them rips and Milton and Polkap Man try and pick it up together and Milton gets gunned down.
0: And Polkap Man's like, They killed Milton. And they're like, Who the hell is Milton? <laughs> Milton, he's been with us for ages, and Harley Quinn's like, I think I'd remember a guy called Milton if he was with us. It's not a very, it's not a very um, original
1: name. It's very unique. So I don't know. It's like, since when are you Milton's best friend? I always liked him. I'm just quiet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Such a dumb conversation, but also, you, like. This see this movie is full of scenes like that where something like that happens and then they just take the piss out of it because
1: it's just yeah. batshit. Because it makes no well, sense. A,
0: makes no sense. Like why is Milton there? Why does any of this stuff happen? It's so weird. But it's just it like it's as you said it's Deadpool. Like weird shit just happened and people are like that was fucking weird, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, just call attention to it. So then, like, Polka Man is a bit of an idiot then, cause, or maybe he's just trying to be the hero. Because he yeah. fires polka dots at all the guards, but he fires them over the bags and bags of C4 that are on the ground.
0: So all the C4 goes off in all of the floors. And um, what happens is King Shark gets exploded upstairs and the whole aquarium comes through the roof as well. Um, and so you have all this water. The building is blown in half, basically. And it's like sliding to the side. And King Shark gets like mauled to death by these cute fish. Which, I mean, he should be very dead at that he should point.
1: Should so, so dead. It's the but deities. he's not. Oh, well, look, maybe he'll die later on. De- then he falls
0: out of the building. And he falls 50 feet, lands on the ground. And then all the armies shoot him in the head 500 times. And he's still not dead.
1: Still not dead. He still gets up and starts killing.
0: <laughs> he still gets up and he's still fine.
1: It makes no earthly sense. Um,
0: Superman would be down for five minutes.
1: Superman would take a knee And just like Oh I need a Hang on lads I need a moment I need a moment Then uh, Polkadot Man Harley and Bloodsport uh, All Kind of Trying to avoid Falling out of the building That's a fucking great scene Yeah they're like Running sideways They're running sideways They're hopping over Um, Like Harley's great at it Because she's like Gymnastic And she has the javelin She like jams the javelin Into a wall at one point It's really cool um, but Bloodsport uh, Has his grappling hook But he starts falling Again Yeah, And he does the superhero landing Like 17 times in a row <laughs> I, I
0: mean that also makes no sense Like that wouldn't happen That you'd go through each floor one by one In perfect no. synchronisation But fuck it it's cool
1: <laughs> It's so cool And uh, at, some, at some point during this We've cut back to the fight between Peacemaker, yeah, and Rick Flag,
0: and it's it's shot through Peacemaker's helmet,
1: yeah. That they're is, that they're
0: showing, and that's just a really for the film. Uh, we went to college and studied yeah. film. Like yeah. I seen that shot, and I thought me and Sean like that shot. That's a fucking that's a,
1: dumb shot. That's a fucking no one needs that shot. But goddamn, it's good. <laughs> but it's like go on. It, it's like they just shot like the fight in a wide and then just wrapped it yeah. around a CGI helmet. Like, that's it. But it's it's so different that it's the best shot in the film. Like,
0: I mean, I, I was watching it going, I would write that. In, me and you would sit down beside each other and go, wouldn't it be fucking mad if we did this?
1: We would write that, and then our lecturer would tell us, lad, you can't shoot that.
0: Because you're not
1: good enough. Because you're not good enough. That's going to look shit. <laughs> just medium, wide, close-up. <laughs>
0: Get those close-ups over the shoulders. We're going to
1: do it in three. Coverage, lads. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, they have the big fight scene. And uh, sadly, what happens is that Mr. Rick Flagg looks like he's on top. Looks mm-hmm. like he's about to win. And he gets stabbed straight through the chest with a piece of porcelain, like a bat or a Yeah, like, I think it yeah is. like a
1: shard of porcelain, like straight yeah. in the heart. And it x-rays into his chest and you see it pierce his heart. And his heart start going into shock.
0: And I will admit, I was devastated. I was I, absolutely done. I
1: was shot. I was genuinely like, fuck, that's Rick Flagg. And I was like, I didn't care about Rick Flagg like 90 minutes ago. But now yeah. I'm, I'm devastated by his loss. I
0: I wanted him to die in the first one for so long. and he yeah. wouldn't. But in this one, I was like, keep Rick alive. We need a leader for the next one.
1: Yeah, we don't have a a a leader yet. No one has stepped up to the mantle. But And And so yeah,
0: Ratcatcher takes the drive and she tries to get away and Peacemaker's about to kill her and that's when um that's Blood when sport. Bloodsport drops out through the ceiling and just sees it and they have a moment where they face off and they both shoot at the same time, but you'll never believe this shot. But Bloodsport's bullet is tiny and so goes what? through Peacemakers.
1: And, like, and Peacemaker is just like, How, how'd you do that? Smaller bullets. Like, you were talking shit the whole time.
0: Also, there's no way John Cena's still alive at the end. Did you no. see the blood that was pumping out of him in his, from his neck?
1: Did you see the building that fell on him after? <laughs> Starro destroyed that building seconds later. Like, he's definitely dead. I know they need him to come back. That, like, I... I, I I was kind of, as soon as that happened. I actually said in my head, "Oh, I guess the Peacemaker story is a prequel." Then that they're yeah, doing. Yeah, so did
0: I I did the yeah. same thing, um, and so they have. Uh, I just have Starro is here because he then pops up, um, and because the the five of them get out. Yeah, and all you have left is Harley King Shark somehow Polka Dot Man Ratcatcher Two a and Bloodsport. And everyone else is dead.
1: Everyone and else is gone.
0: Sadly, Milton didn't make it. And then Starro pops out of the building and then you have Starro versus the Suicide Squad pop up on screen because we're on to the last issue of the comic book run.
1: Yeah, and to see, like, the army just firing at Starro and it not doing anything is hilarious. (laughs) Because I was just
0: like, lads, ye are fucked.
1: (laughs) Starro feels like a Doctor Who villain as well. Like, if it was more PG, it'd be Doctor Who, but it's r-rated and horrifying so it's james gunn
0: <laughs> and so he just keeps popping out little bits of him and just takes over the whole army Um, i think harley should have had her face done here like she's not covering it there's the real cool moment where Ratcatcher puts on her mask yeah and then one of them just flops in and she was like seconds away from dying
1: that's the thing i like how conveniently a lot of the characters who wear masks lost their masks like yeah did, i would have thought uh, blood
0: sport would be perfect for this
1: yeah, to have a but, mask. but it broke off. Uh but like had Peacemaker been around, uh he left his helmet on the floor of the bathroom. So mm. th- that one's gone. And and Polka Dotmon has some goggles.
0: And also uh, King Shark, they just keep flopping off him because he has no face. <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> That's a good one. He's the perfect person to take him down.
0: Um so What Wall- Waller um rings in and she's like, let Starrow destroy everyone. He takes over the city, and she's just like, Mission's over. You're done. You blew it up. Go
1: home. Go home. We're we're finished. You destroy the evidence, essentially. And so. And she. Yeah, go on. And so. They they start walking away, because Bloodsport is just like, You heard her. Mission's done. And they all go to leave. And then Bloodsport just says, Oh, fuck it. (laughs) Because
0: he knows. He knows. Oh, fuck it. I may go back.
1: And there's a really, it's a, it's the coolest line, and because I think it's, uh, Ratcatcher says to him, it's like she'll, she'll kill you, Amanda Waller will kill you, and <laughs> plus is like that's her business, like she can if she wants, <laughs> I don't care. But he's going,
0: he's going to try, he's going to try his best to save everyone. Yeah. Um, and so Star was just running rampages, killing, it. and it's so horrifying because he just keeps producing more and more of him. I just was killing everyone in the whole place.
1: Yeah, and now you have, like, these zombie hordes also. just cause, And th- th- there's people, there's civilians running away from Starro. And they turn around and the starfish hits them. And they just, like, fly back because it hits them so yeah, and, then,
0: and their loved ones, like, turn around and they're like, oh, my God. And then they get smashed in the face. Yeah. Um. And so Waller's like, "I'm gonna blow all your heads off if you don't turn around." And she's about to press the button, and she gets knocked out by one of the team in the control room. Yeah. And they immediately go into help mode because they're like, "Shit, Starro's loose. We yeah. need to stop him
1: Because in throughout all of this, they're like, are, "Like the things we're doing are good." Like the the one dude is really unsettled by the fact that Amanda Waller was gonna kill uh, Bloodsport's daughter. He's like, you're not yeah. really going to do that, right? So they're realising, like, no, she's not the good person here. Because like-
0: it's flipped. Because all the bad guys are now doing the one good thing. And the people that were meant to believe, like, they set them up. They're like, oh, we set up the Suicide Squad to do good stuff. Like, they're doing bad shit. They're doing all the shady shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, the only one doing nothing bad at that moment is Amanda Waller.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so, like, they not- they take her out. And immediately the team is just like, take this street there isn't as many people there that have been taken over by Starro, and like they'll have a clean run. I just have written here, by the way, what a shit team going to face yeah. Starro. <laughs> it's like a terrible outfit. It's Harley Bloodsport. Like they're all right, and you've King Shark who should be very dead, and then Polka Dot Man and Ratcatcher.
1: Yeah, see, but like they kind of try and play to their strengths. Like they send king shark into the horde to like distract them because they realize he can withstand pretty much anything harley goes up high because she's the most athletic she just like parkours up in two seconds as well it's really cool and then you have bloodsport Ratcatcher and polka dot man are on the ground um and polka dot man instantly proves his worth to the team uh because he's just like that's your mother (laughs) and so he
0: yeah, and he burns a hole through, the, through Starro's leg because it's like interdimensional. He could have killed Starro by himself, really.
1: Oh, yeah. He's the first person to do any damage to Starro so far. And he's so happy with himself. He's like, I'm a superhero.
0: And we heard it in the trailer, Sean, and we knew exactly what was going to happen next after he said it was he's definitely dead.
1: He is crushed by a Starro limb.
0: Yeah. Um, you have Bloodsport like use every extension he has make the biggest weapon he has make no dead and then he's just fighting off the horde um, and he's running out of weapons and he eventually just runs out of shit to use and he's just like okay I'm out I'm just gonna be I'm just fucked Um, he sees Ratcatcher about to die and she has the big rat light up that she's calling all the rats in the city and he's just like stars are about to kill her so he sprints across he saves her they land on the ground And then she takes back up the light and it's still on. And millions of rats. Like all of the
1: rats on the island just swarm Starro and the the fucking horde.
0: And they're running over Intercelba and he's just like freaking out. He's in
1: bits. And it's a really nice moment because Ratcatcher like gives him a little hug and he's just like, it's okay.
0: (laughs) She puts an arm around him like, they're not going to harm me or you because you're beside me.
1: Yeah. And so... That that's such a cool scene as well. To seeing like the hordes of rats come through. Rats are fucking because there's so many rats everywhere that we don't see, <laughs> which because is Taika Waititi's ra- whole thing.
0: <laughs> because the rats are the Suicide Squad shot. Because yeah. they people hate them, but they might do good.
1: They're the lowest and most insignificant creatures, but if they can have meaning, so can we.
0: Rat. It's it's Suicide Squad, <laughs> but in rat form. James Gold, what are you doing? <laughs> but-
1: and then. Harley Quinn has to save the day, of course, because
0: they, I mean, yeah,
1: yeah. This is a horrifying scene, though.
0: <laughs> oh, I have here Harley. Um, I, I, he stabs right through the eye. Um, all the yuck, <laughs> I have here. Yeah. I was just like, I was just like, just like, the whole
1: thing straight through the cornea of Starro, and then in that like gap that she's opened up into the aqueous humor. Swimming. I looked it up. Uh, she's oh, swimming th- swimming through that weird fucking gel stuff and then the rats start climbing in after her oh, and fuck. S- swim through and start chewing away at Starro's brain
0: it's just like it's uh but also fuck yeah it's also it's like fucking a weird beautiful yeah <laughs> Like it's like I think it's the it's this movie where you're just like uh, but also fuck yeah
1: let's do this it's from the beautifully twisted mind of James Gunn
0: I suppose like I don't think there will be ever a hero or superhero movie in our lifetime that ends with somebody floating in a giant monster's eye and a lot of rats eat it's brain
1: out from the inside well that's the thing is because we we often have accused DC uh movies of being giant portal or of being just very reactionary to whatever marvel's hmm. doing like that's why suicide squad in 2016 ended up the way it was because of deadpool and comedy and same thing happened to justice league they made a funnier cut um, hmm. but this one is like this is so unique i wonder will anyone will who's like who's the next one to copy the industry trend
0: <laughs> it's gonna be mice even oh. through uh, a mouse
1: <laughs> A mouse, a big ear There's a big ear we have to take down Oh mice the in the ear. ear Mice in the ear actually is terrifying And,
0: and there's the, the scene that makes it Is when it cuts back to the outside And Starro is just like red Like yeah. his whole eye is red like, And it's like jiggling around You're just like Harry's in there Somewhere with all the rats <laughs> And
1: Starro then has like a really sad line Because just like I was happy in space looking at stars
0: yeah and like he didn't want to come here no and, you did this and, to him and so the the starro eventually dies and harley pops up and just gives like a thumbs up <laughs> over to bloodsport and bloodsport gives her a thumbs up back and you have the moment where they're just like really sad and they're standing beside each other and and he's like yeah, okay like we did it and she's like yeah but rick flag's dead he was my friend um and he was my secret lover and he was my You're friend, really too much, so. um, and um, and that's fair enough, I think that's a nice scene, because um, I was sad at Rick Flagg as well, so I was right there with you, Harley, I was right there with you, and so then Idris um, is like, he's on the phone to Amanda Waller, and he's like, I want to release this, if any of us die, if anything happens to any of us, this will go straight out, and you are fucked, and she's like, "Yeah, okay, fair enough.
1: Yeah, and i like his line and, and also he negotiates that his daughter will never see the inside of a prison that's the yes. other thing um and rat is like oh rick flag really wanted to publish all that and he's like we just saved the fucking world like let's let's pick our moments
0: and then she says i could be your friend milton <laughs> and he's like my name is not milton <laughs>
1: I'm pretty sure it's no, Milton.
0: I didn't no, know, how he reacts is great because she's like, I could be your friend, Milton. And Interceptor just goes, nope. <laughs> just
1: <walk it laughs> Don't need this. <laughs> and also, King Shark is still alive.
0: Somehow. Doesn't matter because so, he got told uh, a big alien is Nom Nom. That's all he needed to hear.
1: So he's happy out now.
0: And so they eventually get into the helicopter, and then they just go home. The film ends with like Ratcatcher um Sebastian sleeping on top of Bloodsport, and him freaking out. Um,
1: and then the aftercredits scene: He slowly gives that he gives the rat yeah. a rub. He's like, "Oh, this yeah. is okay."
0: And uh, we at the end, we see Weasel is still alive, but he's like a little freak. <laughs> and, um, and then um, at the very, very end, we see John Cena is somehow still alive, even though he was shot in the neck, and then a building fell on him, and then several
1: things blew up. And Starro exploded out of that same building. Yes, but he's still alive. Still alive and ready to make peace. But I think, I think we're going to see a... A different side of Peacemaker in the series. Because the last thing Rick Flagg says to him is Peacemaker. What a joke. I think that's going to yes. stick with him.
0: And so he's, his whole series is also being uh, worked on by James Gunn. Yeah. So uh, James Good is involved in that as well.
1: That's coming out 2022, I believe.
0: So. Yes, it is. I, I'm very much looking forward to that. But that is the whole film, Sean. By God. Um, it was a bumper it. episode, bumper spoiler review. What are some of your good points? I don't know if we have that many bad points because I, I think we accepted that it's weird and it's probably not for everyone. But as a Suicide Squad movie goes, it's perfect.
1: Yeah, I think yeah, I think this is the perfect form of a Suicide Squad movie that I would ever want made. Um, I think the humor lands a lot of the time. Uh, I never feel like there's a moment where I'm like, oh, I, I, I'm supposed to laugh here. I never feel that watching the movie, or I never felt it, should I say. And um, all of the cast are excellent. Soundtrack is really, really good, um, mm. but not in your face like the last one was.
0: It's not even like Guardians of the Galaxy level of soundtrack. It's just, it's not, as I said, it's not in your face. It's like somewhere in between where it's just good songs playing. But it's not nineteen songs every every seven scenes.
1: Yeah, it's somewhere between like Guardians of the Galaxy and like Baby Driver.
0: Yeah, it's it's like it's good, but also you won't remember most of them. But at the time, you're like, oh, that's a good tune for yeah, a yeah. for a scene.
1: That's it. Um, I honestly downsides. Um, I like like none of them are actual like criticisms. They're just like preferences. Like, I would have liked to see more of Captain Boomerang, but I think I like that character more now for his death.
0: Yeah, I, I think uh, it's something like that. I think he had to die. I think you had to pick somebody, but Was- you couldn't pick Rick Flagg or Harley. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, you could pick Killer Croc, but nobody really cares. Uh, El Diablo's already dead. Who's, who's left? Katana. Katana.
1: Did Katana <laughs> die? <laughs> I can't remember. No, I think Katana survived at the end. But <laughs> I j- think Katana was here.
0: And they got Rick flagged to do the <laughs> intro again. <laughs> That's
1: why he died. Because she, she didn't have his back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
1: He should bring her everywhere. Just in case. The one time he leaves home without Katana, he fucking dies. Fuck.
0: Jesus, Rick. Uh, um, what about you?
1: Any goods, bads, negatives, indifference? I
0: good thing is I would say there was never any plot armour other than really Harley um, yes everyone felt like they could die which is what a suicide squad should be because it's in the name um, Amanda Waller has bobs in their head that's kind of the big deal it's not Slipknot it's like everyone could die everyone, everyone could did die, die. <laughs> I,
1: didn't, I did not expect Rick, Fla- Rick Flagg to die that was the most shocking death to me
0: um, I feel like Act 3 was the best act as well Yes. Like, it got to Act 2 and it's like an hour and a half in. I'm like, normally getting tired. And then Act 3 started, I'm like, holy shit, they have to fight (laughs) Starro. Okay.
1: Yeah, like, it's such a wild... If you told me we were getting a Starro movie, if you told me that in 2016, and it was going to be the sequel to the movie The Suicide Squad from 2016, I would have been like, go fuck yourself. Um, I
0: think what makes this so perfect is James Gunn just... He's so good at finding pearls in very dumb characters or niche characters, like Ratcatcher, who is the driving force behind all of bringing the team together in this, like, the emotion behind it all. Um, James Gunn just has this ability to make us care about a fucking rat or a tree or a raccoon or something dumb that we shouldn't care about, but, like... It just makes you. The more you watch it, you're just like, I want them to succeed, and you're like, I'm talking about a fucking rat catcher,
1: <laughs> and his <then, laughs> powers. She controls rats. <laughs> it's fucking cool, though. It's like all of the powers are very cinematic for what they are as well. Uh,
0: oh yeah, poking that man is he looks amazing. The effects on yeah. him are fantastic.
1: Yeah, and I can't believe they did that character in live action. I also, uh, I really like Peacemaker's handgun, which is also a sniper rifle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I I think um, the main part about this is, this should probably show you that if you get a very talented director to write a direct, and you don't get involved, and then you hire a really, really amazing cast, normally you're going to get something good. Because there are no weak points in this film. Everyone no. is amazing. Like, I was asked, who's your standout? And, like, I probably was most connected. I, I grew to like Rick Flagg the most, but I wouldn't even say he was the standout, like... You could say John Cena. This could be his big moment. Margot Robbie's always amazing. Joel Kimmon, of course, I mentioned. Like Idris Elba, every scene he's in, he's he's perfectly embodies that character. Um, Milton. I, it's just Milton, the guy who plays Milton, he's <laughs> the main man. Um, Taika Waititi, <laughs> for those three seconds. I, it's just, there are no weak links. Everyone is bringing it. Even maybe... Maybe uh, Pete Davidson, <laughs> but what can you do?
1: Yeah, I think he's just playing Pete Davidson though in the in like his time in there, but he he does a good job with it. Flula Borg, he's the weak point. <laughs> Flula's great. Flula has a great YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so Sean, I think that's it for um, this week's Movie Mondays and also our Suicide Squad spoiler review.
1: By God, what a time to be alive. Um, it's good to be back. What it's a return that we've made. Um uh, I don't know if there's any like news or updates. Will I just take us out, Connor?
0: I think you could take us out, really.
1: Right, right, oh, so thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays We'll be back Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday Friday with Hero or Zero and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays Big thanks over to everyone on our Patreon page who supports us over there $5 a month you get uh, movie reviews Most recent one we did was National Treasure uh, which, you know that's that's if this movie is top 6 National Treasure's top 5 uh, <laughs> <laughs> Of what? Ever? Ever movies, things, uh, citizen concepts. kid, national yeah. treasure, incredible Hulk. Uh, and so <laughs> also, you get a shout out on the show for being a patron. So, thank you to please get vaccinated. Yes, oh. approved. Good. Uh, please do. Thank you, Waffles, mm. for that. Uh, thank you also <laughs> to Kira Lawler David Clark Ed Ball Joe Heroes for Hires brought to you by The Nightwing Movie Little Dickie's Big Adventure coming to a post-virtual Cloudaplex Roisin Shrodoshin Halley Ryan Right Time Evanson Sean Heroes Don't Do That Jameson Dominic Josiah Florida Gal Green Anna Go Ducks Helm Little Dickie If You Shake It More Than Twice You're Playing With It McGrew uh, Outcast Is Turning In Their Grave Are Outcast Dead?
0: No Oh, no gaffes aren't dead.
1: Uh, hey, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> good. Um, thank you also to Danny McLaughlin, Ray. Sorry for that outburst. Have a custard cream on me, Luke Hoth, And I can't believe Wanda did this. Uh, thank you, everyone, for supporting us over there. If you want to join us, find people. Link in the description or it's patreon.com slash here's for Hire podcast. Also link below is all of our social media pages. And... Uh, you can email us here's for hire underscore at outlook.com. But the most important thing that you can ever do to help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor.
0: I think so. So I've been Connor Lauder.
1: I have been Sean Mean.
0: And we shall see you next year, guys. Bye.